Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode of the Latin Wealth Podcast. And this is another episode of Wealth Wednesday. And if you are new to the show, this is the new weekly show that we put out every single Wednesday. Two Latinos give you guys insight on what's going on in the world, what's going on in the latest news, investing, business, entrepreneurship. It's kind of a mix of a bunch of different relevant topics that we want to come on here, talk to you guys about, and give you guys the proper information to make sound decisions off that information that we give you guys, right? Um, they all have to say. We're excited about today's episode. Before we jump into today's topics and whatnot, Jeremiah, how you doing, bro? Happy Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. How you feeling, bro? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Uh, what is it? Happy is it Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, everything to everybody, man. You know we don't discriminate. Much love to everybody and all the various happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Just happy to be here. Blessing. Blessing to be here. Going to be a great episode today. So. Let's just jump right into it. Now, we're not going to wait. Get to it. We're going to jump right into it. And the reason why I'm, I'm laughing a little bit, I'll, I'll give you guys some backstory. So if you guys have not been consuming some of the latest episodes we've been putting out, I highly suggest that you guys take some time on your commute or whenever at the gym and go consume some of the latest Welcome Wednesday episodes, some of the latest interviews we put out. They've all been quality pieces of the content. And I think we think it's going to be very beneficial for you guys out there. Um, in addition to that, last Friday, we put out an episode with Rosalind from Urban Teach, which, in my opinion, was a phenomenal episode. A lot of game on there. Uh, we really were digging deep into how to invest abroad and specifically in the Dominican public. Um, I felt like it was a great episode. Jeremiah, what were your thoughts about the episode? episode real quick overall what was your thought uh i mean i'm i try to be objective as possible because i come from a little bit of a biased point of view um just having spent time and getting to know um you know getting to know rosin and and the whole team over there but man from just from objective from the outside it was a phenomenal interview um information was very informative and i thought it was revealing and transparent uh i mean I think in a lot of cases, whenever you're talking about investing into something or doing something, there's all it's kind of like smoke and mirrors in, at the front of something, and you got to kind of dig deeper or pay something. I feel like she was just she exposed everything and, and laid it flat out on the table. That's what I thought, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we dove deep into investing in the Dominican Republic in steps and all all types of stuff. Definitely go check that episode out. For sure. In addition to that. From that episode, we put out one clip. I think we put it out. We put it out Friday, I believe, and it went viral. So right now, the clip is around almost 450,000 views. Got like 500 comments. And you know, when you get that many views, you get that many comments. You're gonna get a lot of positive comments, a lot of negative comments, um, a lot of different opinions. You know, which is perfectly fine. And we wanted to come on here and address some of those opinions, address some of those concerns and some of those issues that were being commented in that video. The last thing that we want to do is shy away from issues that are going on in the world. 
shy away from the smoke. You know, if it's an issue, we feel like we want to come on here and address it and talk about it in a respectful way. So um, my my goal, our goal is to come on here and address some of those things that are going on. Um, and we'll get into all of that right now um, in hopes to educate people on why we do what we do and to give some background on, you know, we, the information that we're putting out. So before we jump into it, first off, um, you know, again, Jeremiah said at the beginning of the episode, we don't discriminate. We really embrace everybody's thoughts and opinions, and we do our best to come on here to provide you guys with quality information to, again, allow you guys to make sound decisions off this information, right? Um, and But I'll say that today, we, what we won't do is we won't take any slander from our guests. So there were some comments in there that were just, I was reading and I'm like, this is crazy what you're saying about the individual life. At least go watch the episode, you know, give Rosalind a follow. She's an amazing person, amazing guest. Talk all the snack you want about me, but just don't do that about the guests. You know, they take the time out of their day, out of the holidays to, to give us quality information. And the information that we're giving people is not specifically for one group of individuals. We have, I know the page is called Latin Wealth, but believe it or not, we got Asian folks that follow, we got African Americans that follow the page. Um, I know this because I'll go and I look at who follows the pages and I'll check them out. So it's, it, it's a variety of people that are following the page and the information we give is not for one specific group of people. It's for, um, for all of us, right? And it's it really up to whoever takes information and applies it, right? And I, I'm going to say this before I'll let Jeremiah get in here. You know, we can sit here and be mad about the information that's being put out there, but on the same thing, on the same tip, you can't be mad because you're not doing anything about it, right? If you travel to some of these different countries, and we mentioned it before on these podcasts, like it, it's crazy to see, you know, Asian folks owning, um, you know, the the bodegas in Panama or Puerto Rico yeah. or whatnot. And yeah. I can sit there and be mad, or I can sit there and be like, ask off to them for taking the action to do what they had to do to go to a different country and, you know, start a business and whatnot. Yeah. So I'll say all to say, you know, some of the biggest things that we've seen in the comment is, and we're going to address all of these, the conflict between Haiti and DR. Um, the second thing is people feeling that investing in the Dominican Republic is dangerous or you can be scammed there. They also mentioned Puerto Rico as one of those countries and Cuba and whatnot. We're going to dive into that. We're also going to dive into some more general questions about investing in DR and whether it's bad investment or a good investment. All right. So this episode may be a little bit longer, but we really want to hit on these points as much as possible. I wish we can go on there and have a conversation with every single person. But like I said, it's like 500 comments that went viral. Uh, let's jump into it, Jeremiah. What are, what are your thoughts about some of the things you've seen? And, you know, we can jump into the, the Haiti DR thing as well. Uh, I mean, to, in, to address, first and foremost, just as you said, we always want to be respectful of the guests. You know, I always want to show them the utmost respect. I appreciate them for coming on, giving their time, obviously giving their expertise and the information that we need because 
in so many cases, we were just talking about it before we started rolling. Um, but in so many cases, you have like a smoke and mirrors kind of up front, and then you have to go deeper. I feel like our guests are always very transparent. They're always very allow, I won't say intimate, but they give us an intimate peek into what whatever it is that they do. And so I'm super appreciative of that. And so, you know, any slander or defama- defamation of the the character or the, you know, um, the brand or what they're building, definitely we don't want that. So that's first and foremost. We're appreciative to the guests always. Secondly, um, you know, if the majority of the bulk of the conversation of the negative comments were coming from in the basis of Haiti versus Dominican Republic. Now, uh, you know, as you as you lay that out, that this is a very deep conversation. This is a conversation that honestly is initiated hundreds of years ago. You got to know the past to understand what presently is going on. And I mean, let's break it down to the simplest form. Both sides of the island of the island of Hispaniola, right? If you guys didn't know, Haiti and Dominican Republic share the same island. Okay, it's an imaginary line down the middle, essentially. Um, one side was colonized by the French, the other by the Spanish. Right in 1804, uh, Toussaint, which is one of the revolutionary members, created the first black, um, free, right, independent nation that's recognized, especially in the Western world, which was Haiti. Right, they defeated the French, and so Haiti was a free country. After that's done, right, um, the Dominican Republic was actually controlled by Haiti, right? And so the, the Dominicans on that side, the people from that side of the island, which are under Spanish rule, they then became or subjugated. There was a war and it's being subjugated to Haitians. And so a lot of the bad blood, honestly, stems from that. Um, essentially, them, the Haitians being slaves and then going and making indentured servants or slaves out of the Dominicans. And it's, you know, and so that, that type of energy is where that starts from and here just even recently in november it was crazy i was reading on something they were talking about how uh on the ninth of this year there was a, a standoff at the border right between the haitian haitian soldiers and dominican soldiers like this stuff still goes on today if you talk to various different dominican people there's a thought process you talk to different haitian people there's a thought process um this is what we can say we can say that the Dominican Republic right now is steadily on the rise, and we can say that um, with the structure and the way they've been built and the way things have been um, opened up and ran in the Dominican Republic, their growth has, has seen much more growth, and you've seen the development of their country at a much faster pace. Now, versus Haiti, there's quite a bit that goes on. Obviously, the president was just assassinated recently last year or something like that, and so there's a lot that goes on in Haiti. Um, and, and it's, huh? Yeah, I believe they still don't have a president. They still don't have a president. It's, it's, it's very hard. Like I'm just looking and I'm just giving, I'm not taking either side cause I'm not Dominican or Haitian. Right. But I feel like unity would be the best thing for everyone. It's the same Island, but, uh, um, you know, it's hard to compare someone's chapter 20 to someone's chapter one. And you would think that it would be the opposite way because the Dominican Republic came into independence much later than Haiti did. But just the the form of government and the structure and the way things have been played out amongst the government has allowed DR to grow at a very rapid rate. And we'll get into that. We're talking about why they invest there. But, um, yeah, you can't compare chapter one to chapter 20. And the Haitians may not be a chapter one, but they're like chapter three or four, right, on the developmental scale. And so... Haiti has its beauty. There's things that are there. There's culture, beautiful culture, great food, 
you know, like it, there's more than what people know, but I'll just say that from the aspect of seeing like, oh, this is prejudice to Dominican, da, 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 right? I, th that's the way I see it. These are tensions that are like hundreds of years old. This is deep rooted stuff that you're not going to get rid of, you know? And, and, and so I, I don't think that when we're talking about someone's business or them speaking about branding or how you build a business in that side of the country, Dominican Republic, those things kind of, I mean, they play a factor, but they shouldn't really come into the information. Like, allow her to provide the information and the information, judge it on a factual basis, whether it's factual or it's not factual, right? Like, we're not basing it simply upon the person's race or ethnicity to say because they're Dominican, the information, right? And so that's what, I, for me, let's judge it as a, a you know, uh, let's, let's judge it objectively, not subjectively. Um, and just kind of, you know, let's go through it piece by piece and let's say no matter what it is let's look at it if it's fact or not <laughs> what's up man you gotta love that my little niece excuse me hi man hi, hi jeremiah hey, yeah i'm gonna need you to do it you know what i'm saying i'm gonna figure out you're gonna you're gonna see family you're gonna see us at our normal human state right okay. this is not predict you gotta love that yeah I apologize, bro. No, you good. No, we love that. Keep going. Keep going. No, I think th that's it for me. I think that people have to understand the history behind it and understand where that comes from. I don't know when it'll ever die, but to sit and judge someone off of their ethnicity versus the actual validity of the information that's shared, that's my problem. I do recognize that there's a problem between Haiti and Dominican Republic, and, and, and obviously both ways there's tensions, right? And we could say... There's some things from the Dominican Republic where they don't recognize Haitian citizens that are actually, they kick them out. Like, there's all these things. And I won't go into it super deep. I know a lot of it, but I won't go super deep. And I'll just say unity would be best. But why not just judge the information for what it is and the validity of the information? And not the not the pretense. Not the pretense. No. That's, I think that's where I kind of had an issue because I think people were judging the information based on their previous experience or based on what they know about the, the two countries which are again that's fair but again judge the information based on what's, what's given to you and the platform who's behind it we're not we're not this information isn't for one group of people uh, we understand that you know racism is still alive and relevant in, yes, Africa, in the Caribbean and honestly all over the world we understand that you know that you know, the craziest thing with that and what I've always, and this is, I, I think, and this is outside of however, whatever, Chris and myself are Puerto Rican. Um, this is one of the things I love about our island, not to say that it doesn't have it, but I have noticed, and I've seen people talk about this between the tensions of Dominican Republic and Haiti. And, you know, maybe there's a reference to the Haitians and their blackness. And it's really, it's kind of weird to me because Dominicans are black as well. So it's like, it's, it's the weirdest thing to me. Right. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, but they're darker. And it's like, I mean, we're doing colorism. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, that's a whole thing. I won't even get into that, but. And we, and we, we acknowledge that's the whole thing. We know that. Right. Yeah. And it's not right. I'm not saying that that's right. I, I mean, if I said it once, I said it twice. This is one of the reasons I love being Boricua, like in the island. Like it's we're all Puerto Rican. And it's just like I've never seen someone be like, and I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying like I've never seen someone be like, oh, the black Puerto Rican. Like the 
uh, you know, however, whatever. But you hear those references in the relation between the Haitians and the Dominicans. And I, I don't know. It's weird to me. It's the craziest thing. I don't understand it. And I know it's there. So I'm not negating it. You know, I don't want to negate any of our our our, our viewers. You know, I, I know I, I do know it's there. And so what we try to do as a platform is be inclusive as possible. Most definitely. Yeah, we try to tackle the our topics. Please let me know another platform that's talking about something like this. That's experiencing what we're experiencing, right? Um, a lot of people will just kind of brush over it, not say anything about it. But we try to talk about the hard topics. We yeah. try to have guests on that are from different parts of the world. Um, and at the end of the day, this platform wasn't built for us. It was built for the community. It wasn't built for me. It wasn't built for Jeremiah. It was built for our people. That's why you look at the cover of the podcast cover. It's not my face. It's not Jeremiah's face. No. It's a mix of us, right? Yep. And, um, you know, again, we don't want to make this about us. We want to make it about the people as much as possible. So, anything else about that that you wanted to dive into? Yeah, I mean, you and I are going to talk. I, I, something came to mind just in about Haiti. Someone did a... um. We'll talk about it, but someone did an expose of Haiti that was beautiful, and I actually like to. I would like for us to interview that person uh, uh, because they could give a very vivid description and their thought process of it. Because I want to see it from the other side as well, right? I want to be fair and give that a you know that that's that's keeping keeping apples to apples or whatever, right? As they say. So um, I just thought about that, but I will say this: um, in the span of being a Latino. Haiti is Haiti is a Latin as a Latin nation as well. Why do you say that? Because the basis of their language is French. French is a Latin based language, right? No different than Brazil is a Latin is a lot. They consider Brazil a Latino, right? Because Portuguese is a Latin based language. Every Latin based language, Spanish, French, Portuguese, right? And so I don't see Haitians any less Latino than Dominicans. That's something maybe people have different thought processes. But I don't see Latinos just stri strictly being Spanish speaking. Um, just the base of the word is Latin based of language. So I'll just throw that out there. That's that's all I got on that one. So again, we wanted to speak on that a little bit. You know, it's a deeper topic. Actually, that was a great idea to bring on somebody, you know, specifically from Haiti to speak on it to give us more insight and educate us more would be phenomenal. So. Definitely look out for that. The second glaring issue that kept coming up is people feeling that investing in DR is dangerous. We can be scammed, investing, a lot of fear mongering. And this is what I'll say about, uh, this is what I'll say to that. A lot of the things that we speak about is we either get our information, we do our due diligence, researching it, or, um, you know, we're, talking to people from these countries um, that are actively investing in these countries, right? Or we're involved some type of way. Whether it's yeah. the country, whether uh, DR or Jeremiah mentioned that he's investing in DR. These are like, this is where we're getting our information from. A lot of people are getting their information from what they see on TikTok, what they see on the news, being said to them. Correct. Equated, and you can see it. When, when people are commenting and whatnot, you can see that there's fear behind what they're saying, right? 
if, if you look at, I forgot the name of the spectrum, but I think Rosalind actually just posted it. It goes, you know, the, the comfort level, and then it goes mm-hmm. above that is the fear level, and then mm-hmm. above that is education. Right above fear is when you educate yourself, and right above education is where the growth is. A lot of people are stuck between the comfort and the fear level, where they've yep. never been to these countries, never stepped outside wherever they're from. <laughs> they've never been out the country themselves, and they're speaking about you know it being dangerous um, and being scammers there. And look, I agree with you, but I would also say there's the same thing going on in your own backyard in America, if not even worse. Worse. Just as as unsafe out here, there's scammers out here that are, you know, doing crazy things as well. It's funny because my mom and I were just talking and she was like, out of all the places we've been to, what's the one place that you felt like uneasy or on edge or safe? But thinking, I'm like, LA. Bro, I'm like LA, and I'm out of all the places I've been to. I know LA is a bet, you know, and you know, a bit to Columbia, Panama, whatever. Uh, and we know there's danger, there's scamming everywhere. Yep. When I say all that to say, uh, educate yourself about the country, Please. go out there, travel there, experience it for yourself. I can mm-hmm. respect somebody's opinion if they've been there and they're sharing with me like what they've been through. I love it. Please let me know how it is. Um, but even on that note, still go out and experience. I remember the first time, before the first time I went to Puerto Rico, one of my aunts had a really bad experience out there and was hearing drive-bys and shootings and all this. She was telling me not to go. This was like a couple months before I went. And I ended up going with my wife and had like one of the best times of my life. So... To that note, you know, a lot of people fear mongering. Yeah. Educate yourself, do your due diligence, go experience these different right. countries. Um, is there scammers there? Most likely, yes. There's probably scammers right next door to where you were to be out everywhere. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I'll say to that. I've seen a lot of that in the comments and I'm a little bothered by that. What are your thoughts on that? I was bothered by it too, just for the fact, like you said, a lot of people um, have never been there. You've never invested there. Um, you haven't done due diligence as the reason why, right? People would put money investing into the Dominican Republic. I mean, um, let's be honest. Everything that we look at in a lot of scales of like investment and stuff like that, you got to look at it from three different eyesights, right? There's pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, and then post-pandemic. Right. And if you're not measuring your investments and understanding the trends and how things grow or grew in between those and the reasons behind that, right, the actual infrastructure of the, to the growth or to the decline, then that's a problem. And just generalizing everything to say, oh, it's a dangerous, it's a bad place. That's not a, I mean, look, I'll, I'll put numbers to it. So fastest growing economy in Latin America, pretty pandemic was Dominican Republic. They grew on an average of 5.8% annually. That's crazy. That's phenomenal growth for a place where they say is a developing country, right? It's crazy. And so if that's, if, if that's just the case, right? 
Okay, that's the case. Then during the pandemic, of course, we expected their heavy tourism, right? Seven million people visit, you know, the Dominican Republic annually, the majority of them from North America and in secondary, obviously, Europe. But if their tourism dies, right, during the pandemic, which that makes sense as a lot of things was harmed. Okay, so we got it. 2020, 2021, things were, it's rocky. Post-pandemic, things come back and then boom, they jumpstart, kick it right back up and they they caught up, right, and made up for what they lost during that year and a half, almost two years, right? And so when you sit and you think about the overall scale of how do I invest my money or why or whoever, whatever, these were some of the things I thought about. So if I had a list, these are some of the things I'm looking at for me and what I looked at, right? So residency, how hard is it for me to get residency, right, to able to control my money or have it in an entity that's there locally on that country? It's an A. It rates an A. Right. How easy for easy for me to get my citizenship? That's an A. Investing investing safety. Right. So my investor, my safety as an investor, it's rated an A. Okay. Taxation, which is very important because I don't want to go and put my money into a country that I have to pay crazy taxes as a foreigner, right? It's an A. Banking itself is a B plus. Banking could be better. But if we're looking at an overall entity as an investment and not an everyday banking, right, then B plus is still super solid, right? I mean, if that's just me and my me and the in the focus of of how it goes, I'll give some examples. If you're gonna fast track, let's say you're trying to get your uh, you know you're trying to get your residency, right? Get your residency card out there. Obviously, you want to be if you if you're investing, you want to have residency so you control your entity, whatever that money is, right? Wherever it's at. The fast track for residency, um, it's basically like fifteen hundred a month. Um, or two thousand dollars of investment of like that. That's the, the the basis of it. Um, you can get your citizenship, so you basically can get your residency within forty five days. Fast track, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then your citizenship, you can get that between twelve to eighteen months. Now we all know how long it takes in the United States. So imagine being able to get that get that stuff actually fast track. What it's doing, what the government's doing for foreigners is it's making it more enticing for you to bring your money and you to control that money, which then does what? You put more money in because you can control it easier. And there's tax breaks. Um, as with every country in the world, so the Dominican Republic tax structure is complex. Everybody's tax structure is complex. But let's be honest, uh, most foreigners don't pay a lot of taxes, if any. Okay. Um, to pay a tax in the DR for locals, they have to make more than $7,188 in U.S. dollars, right? It's I'm, I'm converting because if I would have said Dominican pesos, but that's what they have to make. Many people don't make that. A lot of people don't make that. And when you get above that and you look at, um, they have a, uh, basically a tier as you come in as a foreigner, right, how much you're investing, the minimal investment to get that tax break is $200,000 and that grants you access to residency on that fast track. But that $200,000 US, right, think about it. If we compare it to over here, what are you going to invest your money in? What does the landscape look like for a $200,000 home here in America? What does that look like? doesn't look very well right you probably don't like even in texas it's not a big home oh you got to be i'm mean, depending on where you're at california and texas you got to be out the way 
Correct. You know? Now, that landscape is not desirable. The big reason why DR is becoming such an avid destination for tourists and the reason why people want to go there so much and invest there, is the beaches are beautiful. Like the landscape is it's a tropical paradise, right? So no matter where I'm at, you're looking at beachfront property or like two blocks away from the beach for $200,000. You can't get that anywhere in the United States, especially on a main strip. And so you have to assess and think about the overall scale of what you're trying to do here and how it looks and comparing it you know, between the two, because you're not going to do that in the United States. And so I would say if anyone that are saying, saying that it's risky, obviously do your due diligence, look into great companies, right? Look into great partnerships that you can tie into that are going to incentivize you to invest your money there. There are many different tracks, different developers that incentivize foreigners with, you know, um, I saw someone the other day that they were talking about, you can own the penthouse or own the townhouse. And I think they were like throwing in something like free, free mortgage or something for nine months or something crazy. You pay the initial, but it's like nine months no more. It was like wild. And I'm like, okay, why are people not jumping on this? And and the real thought process is that we're, we're not comparing, we're not doing our due diligence and we're not actively comparing the risk that we even associate right here today. Let me ask this question. How many people saw Steph Curry and these other people advertise for FTX? Kim Kardashian, these other people, right? How many people lost money with FTX? How much? How many people do you think in the Dominican Republic invested in FTX? And they're like, well, what does that have to do with anything? What I'm saying is, is there's there's more inherent risk here in the United States than honestly you would face in the Dominican Republic. That's what I'm trying to show you. No, 100%. I mean, again, going to the risk, comparing apples to apples, risk everywhere, right? Risk in the United States. My wife and I personally were in a real estate deal in 2020. We went through every single problem possibly that you can jump across or jump through going through a real estate deal. Right. So it happens here and it happens in the country. Strategic partnerships, um, good relationship that's going to help you uh, get through those tough times. And that's what we try to do. Bring on the proper people to connect you with. Right. And I, I love it. Some people emailing me, sending me DMs, or you'll help me get information, I'm interested, yeah. send them right to the person that we just had on, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the fear-mongering is real. You need due diligence. Um, turn off the news. Go explore these places. I, I love it. There's one of there's a comment that stands out to me where an individual said they just moved to DR. And, again, I, I'm, we're not trying to defend dr we're not trying to defend any i'm just giving you our perspective but he was like yo come out come out here and experience it for yourself come i mean look at the saw something the other day on the new york news because i follow it still but like there's there's dominicans that moved to new york that they're moving back they just straight up said whatever i thought it was it wasn't and i'm going back home i mean it's just i could I'd rather, it's like uh, someone said, hey, if I suffer there, I'm in a tropical paradise. I can go to the beach and cheer myself up. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm kind of depressed here and it's snowing outside. So it's like, you know, that's the that's the thought process, man. And, and you know, I'm, and I'm not saying you want to suffer either place. I'm just stating, look into things, do due diligence. Um, let's not go, like, don't come into something with a pretense. A lot of people, um, there's a lot of sheep, right? Don't be a sheep. 
Take your time. Have your own individualized brain. Do the research and see how it applies to you and your family and your investment goals. We say that about everything. That that applies here as well. 100%. I mean, you answered a lot of what we're going to jump into next. But the third thing is more general questions related to it. Investing in DR is a good or bad investment. You gave some very good numbers and you kind of just hit on it like, yo, look at your investment portfolio. Look at your life. Figure out, is this even something that you want to do? Right? And the numbers may look good. Um, the property may be amazing, but you may not even want to be in DR. Maybe you want to be in a different country. I don't know. So to say it's a good or bad investment, that, that really depends on you. Sure. Again, you can give your perspective to other people, but just looking at the comment section, people hating on you know, PR, the Minigram public, it's just it's just a lot of people not doing the due diligence, which is fine. One is the reason why we're here, uh, but everybody's situation is different. Everyone. I'll tell you what, though. Um, specifically, obviously, DR is different because it's a different country. Specifically for PR, many people don't know what they don't know. I'm gonna, I, I won't advocate or whatever. I'll just tell you, you don't know what you don't know, and what you don't know could hurt you. You should probably figure out what you don't know about Puerto Rico and property. I'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, dive deeper into that. Be surprised. Anything else before we jump out of here? No, man, I first and foremost, super glad and super appreciative of Rosalind and her team um, just for the interactions that I've had with them. Um, uh, Lisare, also, Lisari. Um, I'm appreciative of her as well. Just appreciative for the information that they've brought, the people that connected all of us. Um, you know, information and gems that people bring we should always be appreciative because even if it's not something that we're using today, you can go back and chronologically like go back in time and look at the recording and use that information when you're ready to use it. So I think that that's important. Understanding that free information that could empower you, man, that's powerful. That's all. hundred percent. It's funny because um, there's certain people that, you know, I had on the podcast a long time ago, we bring them on and, um, you just try to get something out of them and they're not, you know, they want you to take this. They want you to be for that by my course. And like what Jeremiah said, you know, most of the people that we've had on recently, they've been gracious enough to just like lay it out there and generally want to help people out. So, um, shout out to them, you know, shout out to Jeremiah for coming on your weekly. I fully appreciate, appreciate him as well. And yeah, I mean, we wanted to come out here and address some of what we were seeing. This probably will not be the, the last time we do this. Uh, but, sure. you know, this is why we're here to educate y'all, to help y'all out. And uh, just, just be that beam of light and that hope for our Latino community to continue to thrive and all uh, be great. Anything else you want? No, I think that's it, man. I'm super appreciative of everybody here. Hey, make sure that you share this information. Um, and if you were one of the people that commented either way, we appreciate your comments, right? But uh, share this information. Hopefully you look at this episode and share this information with someone else that is maybe confused or maybe has some questions. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. With that being said, it's the Latin Walls family. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace.